is too much. What song is that? <laughs> Yo, what up, everybody? Bongiorno. Bongiorno. I had no idea. Bongiorno. That that's because uh, I because I've heard that clip recently, but I didn't know that Jamal. <laughs> followed it up with what song is that yeah <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> holy shit yeah. <laughs> bringing that back around oh god <laughs> i'm dying yeah, that's here. the hook on the the song that <laughs> i made for yeah. you yeah <laughs> what song is that? <laughs> <laughs> i have forgot he ever said that that's fucking funny <laughs> what's up everybody this is Reed fellas um yo we are recording on a saturday saturday vibe because it's labor day weekend saturday yeah i, I realized I, I opened it with bonjourno because you know i'm trying to take morgan's Change advice here go around the and, world <laughs> and i realized that i'm not using like different words for welcome like these bonjourno. are just hello you're There's using different, different hello. welcoming words it's, and, yeah it'd I be know. like bienvenidos or whatever right but i never start the podcast going hi or, <laughs> right. hello <laughs> so it's a little different yeah i mean I, I i'm not a big connoisseur of of the italian podcast market but i don't know if anyone starts off with buongiorno welcome to the italian podcast mm, uh, pasta pasta they start in italian and go right into english right <laughs> afterwards yeah <laughs> well you know they're trying to have that mass appeal they're trying to have that american crossover yeah. that's when you know you made yeah. it yeah anyways how are you doing jamal <laughs> i'm doing well i'm doing cool. well we got some stuff to get into man what what, hey, what happened good. to us good. i don't remember shit happening not much not much but right. you know we, we always <laughs> make it work um <laughs> yep. first of all i want to get off i guess we tell a little story it's not get much off. of a story but <laughs> let's get off right here <laughs> <laughs> and I got a little tiff going on with the TSA right now. Uh-oh. Because You're not allowed to have a tiff with the TSA. I have a TSA tiff. What is happening? What does Sam Harris call it? He calls it uh, security theater, the TSA line, which is perfect. It, this 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 theatrical, or, yeah, security theater of where yeah. like you both are playing into this thing like it's keeping you safer, but you all know that. It's not doing much. It's not doing anything at all. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. It's all this idea that we had to make some change because of a terrorist attack or a hijacking. Right. So Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, of course, they never relinquish the control, which is always the, the person's argument when they're like, give them a little bit of your privacy or whatever. It's like, they'll never sure. give it back. They'll never. Well, and of course, wrong, but... he actually goes into it on this <laughs> most recent podcast because he's making an analogy. But... um you know, it's like they're the consequences of you not respecting that security theater are too great for you to like, right? Because usually people have to be like, I'm not fucking doing this for things to break down or whatever. Right. So uh-huh. no one confronts it because they're like, I can, I'll just complain about it when I get to the other side. Anything airport related. I mean, yeah. them adding baggage fees. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone. Yeah. Knew. And then now... My recent like tip with the name change fee, where it's like that one is. Oh, I feel yep. like we've got to fucking do something about right. this. Yeah, but because people need to get where they're going, and you don't want to fucking get held up in the bureaucratic fucking bullshit of the airport. Right, you don't go to the airport enough. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> and the people who do aren't a big enough voice. Right, or they're just rich enough to not care. Right, but they it's... get they get good service. Those people, but they're never satisfied. You'd think you'd hear them complaining the the whole time. What do you mean? The uh, the elite. I they're not satisfied. I think they're satisfied. They're never satisfied. 
There's never enough. There's never enough of these fuckers. There may be, they're, they're right, never uh, satiated. You know, that's they what I'm going. saying. Yeah. I feel like they probably probably spend enough money to where the airport is a comfortable situation. Well, that's what I'm saying is like the idea that they're having a bad experience at the airport is just not true. Maybe relatively, you know, but it's never yeah, going to be. Yeah, that's right. what I mean. But they're relatively having an awesome experience. They're, they're the number one elite. P- they get to sit wherever they, they get their choice of wherever they want to be at right, all Right, but times. then the one day they're, they're like, oh, we can't give you that seat because someone else. And then it's like. They're like, this is fucking bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Do you know the amount of money I spent? Yeah. Right. And then they're like, oh, yes, I apologize, Mr. So-and-so. I see that you're a million mile fucking platinum member. Let me put you through to your private line and we'll fuck somebody else because you will continue to fly with us is the point right people who get to that level eventually that's that's the straw that breaks their i'm just gonna buy a private jet back or just fly private <laughs> sure yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, when they, anyway minor what is your tip with the tsa <laughs> so yeah what's going on morgan got tsa pre-check like a month ago and she told me i don't we probably talked about this we did and then i was like you're upset with me well, because you didn't remind me yeah, I did. as many it's times as right. I wanted you to exactly. remind me. Yeah. You gave me like two reminders. I needed it at <laughs> least three. Anyways, she got it. She was good to go on her trip to Alaska with TSA pre-check. So, but I mean, if only one of us has and we're flying together, she, the, what it is is she goes to go through fucking security and then just wait for me on the other end. I don't have to fucking take all my shit out of my bag. It's great. Anyways, so I'm over there jealous, like, fuck, man, I wish I had it. So so I signed up for it. I go to the options, like, schedule your appointment to go in, because you do all most of it online, and then you have to go in with your passport and driver's license to finish the enrollment process. They just take your fingerprints and scan yeah, your Yeah, get your shit. fingerprints, make sure you're in the system. You're officially, like, on the government's watch, claiming to be a, 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 a upright citizen. And I'm like, whatever, giving up all my <laughs> privacy for convenience at the airport, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. I'm down. Yep. Whatever. Nice. I don't, I don't plan on for selling sure, heroin, dude. I guess. I mean, sure, they might frame me for something I didn't do because yeah. they have that control. Yep. But worth it. Worth but it. now you don't have to get fucking radiated by a piece of machinery that went through, was expedited through FDA. Right. Due to I'm, yeah, fucking really gaining more security. agency over my body. <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> I fucking sign up for it. And they give you options to schedule your appointment. And I look at the options. And the nearest one is None like fucking them, weeks yeah. out. And I'm like, what and the I'm fuck? And I'm like, don't even worry about it. I had the same situation. I go, no chance in hell I'm walking in. Yeah, I asked her. I asked. I'm like, is walk? Because they say, or you can just have a walk-in. And I asked Morgan, did you walk in? Is it, a, is it a nightmare to walk in? And she said, no, I walked in. It took 10 minutes. I was like, oh, perfect. I fucking go there. Pull up. It's a 30-minute drive to this place. <laughs> I pull up. I walk inside. They have a sign on the door that says, due to increased enrollment, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, we're no longer accepting walk-ins. Oh, dope. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Why is this not like a banner on their website? Like, why is right. it that I have to walk sure. in there? and I have to do a walk-in to see this sign. So they're only, they're yeah. turning away walk-ins in person only. Correct. Well, you're 100% wow. correct. And also, if I may, that's why I didn't trust any of that shit. I go, who am I scheduling with? You know? It's like all this one thing. It's not like on. you don't go to their website to schedule an appointment. You schedule it through TSA. 
It's like a Trugo. Yeah, and I'm like Identigo. Identigo. And so I'm like, "Mm, screw this. And I went and it was fine, but yeah. And there's no one there, by the way. Yeah. There's absolutely zero people in the building. <laughs> I walk in, I'm by myself looking at this sign, like, what? But the door's locked. And I can see through the windows. There's no one in any of the chairs that are in there. And I look, and it's like it's like 12.05. No one's in there because the door is locked. Exactly. What are you talking about? Well, it's 12.05, and then I see a sign that said, our lunch hour is from 12 to 1, which they don't mention on the website either. Well, and I, I knew about the lunch hour, so I don't know how that is possible. What? That I knew. Oh, maybe it says something. I don't know. I also have experience I didn't consider with this it. particular location, so maybe I knew. I somehow knew you that. You had prior knowledge? Yeah. That you didn't relay to me? Yeah. So prior I go there. knowledge. <laughs> I fucking show. So it's not like I could like <laughs> see that they're only accepting walk-ins and then at least ask somebody like, is this real? Like I fucking didn't yeah. know and whatever. And they I would have said to talk, yes. I can't... They would have, they would have avoided you like fucking. Right. The they don't get, they have their the, it's customer service is not a top service priority situation. Yeah. But I, that wasn't even an option because, I mean, I would have to have waited 55 <laughs> right. minutes before I saw another human being, apparently. <laughs> they would have turned you away, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah. So that was a bust, and I just go back into my car, and I schedule the appointment for the nearest one, and it wasn't even at the same location. It's in a location that's an hour away. <laughs> is september 16th yeah they have three locations and i'm trying to get this before we're going on a trip at the end of september (laughs) and it's a week and a half away from this trip and they say like it it can take up to six weeks before they approve you september 16th is yom kippur but it's also (laughs) beautiful it's also another thing that i might need the car for speaking of which i mean i put the new battery oh that's right yeah yeah, that's right we got two cars we sure do Anyways, the problem is the TSA, and yeah. Yeah. It'll be all right, boo. So that's cool. Podcast pick. Yeah. Jamal, why don't you go ahead and talk about what the fuck this is? It's a van. Yeah, there's a van. It's a van, right? (laughs) Yeah. We all see you know what a van is, and the the van is roaming through a neighborhood, and and, uh, it's it's camouflage, but it's, it's blue and gray digi camo which i didn't really realize was was a thing it's to blend into a computer i guess blend into the the matrix the people who have decoded the matrix they can't see this man no no joke i made before we started recording is it yep what was the exact joke you (laughs) made because i don't remember i said she made a matrix jamal said what are you blending (laughs) into and i said the matrix (laughs) yeah that's the same joke (laughs) yeah yeah um, good, good on credit you. where credit is due. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I like the digi camo. But yeah, I'm just like I don't know what the. F- it's just an aesthetic, right? I mean, Here's I mean, the thing I mean, let's be real. Is they didn't finish, so I don't know. If <laughs> I don't yeah. know if that's part of the aesthetic. Really, the best part of this picture is the is the rear end. Right, the back of the van is white. I don't know did. if that's a legal thing. Yeah, you you don't want to get rear ended. <laughs> You know, because someone didn't see you. <laughs> it's so funny. In the digital space. The Matrix. In the digital, in the much more real digital, digital space. space. It does fade into the back. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice fade. Right. It is, it is a gradient. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so do, Jamal, I have a question. When you saw this, yeah. did you already know that it was called DigiCamo? No, or did you look no. it up? Jamal How'd you know about this? No, I'm research. with other people. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, this is the ugliest thing I've ever seen. And then... <laughs> the one of the people I was with, they were like, "Oh yeah, just some nice blue and gray digi camo." He knew what it was called. Oh man! I was like, okay. I actually really respected. I thought you for sure looked that up and tried to figure out what that pattern was. Oh no! How would you look that up? 
I don't know. That's why I respected it. Yeah. I bet you can probably take <laughs> take this picture loaded in your Google and tell you. Because I was like, I know this pattern, right? But I, I wouldn't know how to describe that pattern. And it's right. exactly digi sure. camo. Digi camo. It's exactly what it is. I would have called it like yeah. pixel camo. <laughs> yeah. Because to assume that like pixelated stuff is automatically like digital. It is. Not necessarily. Digital Explain is just one, one or zero, right? So to translate that into... But all pixels, pixels. are... Oof, now, I, now I actually am not 100% convinced that I know what a pixel is, but I think it's just the, the little visual bit of nonsense of color on your screen that's a sure. zero or An a RGB. one or whatever. A point of light. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's fine. It's a fine name. No. I need to no, know if a point. pixel <laughs> is digital now. That's what I need to know. Yeah. What do you mean? Of course Pixels it is. Pixels are digital. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. That's all. But actually, I mean, <laughs> you could have analog pixels. I mean, your old tube television has pixels. I, can't, I don't really know how those work because it's, it's, it's like a <laughs> whooshing. I know there's like a whooshing involved, you know? But it is yeah, like, it's just points of light, pixels. you know? Which yeah. are pixels. Right, but I don't know if no, they're but technically pixels. Pixels are like square, little fucking pixelarios, you know? Right. I mean, yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how else to explain it. They're, they're a digital. It's how you represent a digital fucking cartoon. Like a fuck. You wouldn't use pixels for. <laughs> you wouldn't use pixels for anything other than cartoon shit. Did, like fucking screen shit. I mean, this is all. Cartoons. Everything is pixels. If you're looking at it on a screen. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But you said a cartoon. That's what it is. No, it's <laughs> not. Well, you're thinking of like 8-bit. No. Cartoons like... predate the pixel. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. what a, I don't You know could what, draw without pixels. I don't know what my last yeah. argument was. I was just, I was, try, I was trying to solidify. I don't think Daffy Duck. I, I, it all, I it all fell apart when you started using cartoons. Okay, all right. Forget the cartoon You mean like argument. just like old school video games or something? Yeah. That's what you're thinking. Yeah, I mean, pixels... I'm just you saying, would name a video game, a TV show here's what I'm about a video game's pixel story. The word digital you know and saying? the word pixel are not synonyms is all I'm saying. They, could, they conjure up the same thing, but they're not the synonyms. Other. But are pixels inherently digital is the only question. Is it a, is I that, think so, I don't, yes. I don't is that a parent so. requirement? You could shine a I light think it is. through a thing. I mean, maybe, I guess. Well, those aren't pixels. They're either on or off. So, yeah, they're digital, I guess. Perfect. That's what I thought. Yeah. Thank you. Digi-pixel. Oh, we figured it out. <laughs> we think. Anyways, this fucking van high. is dumb. Oh, this van is hilarious. I like it. I would do it. It sticks out like a fucking sore thumb. <laughs> <in> the, <laughs> the worst camo choice I've ever seen. I think it's funny, though, because I feel like... Like, this van is the only van where you're not... Like, you're not sketched out by this van. You're you're laughing at you're this not? van. No, I guess yes, since it is sticking out. I'm like, I'm not worried. This guy's <laughs> yeah. gonna try try anything because he. I mean, he's get the caught. excessive tint on one of the windows is a little weird. I'm not sure what that's about, mm -hmm. or if it's even it's real. Hella dope. I don't know if it's even a real window. It's hard to tell. Pretty dope. Pretty dope. Speaking of like old school shit. Anybody still do that? Oh yeah. Instead of use, you know, sometimes mm -hmm. I do do. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted yeah. to ask this. Um, does anybody still uh, mime? Is miming a thing? Like are like are uh, there mimes? Like are there street performers? Are there mimes? Yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, I think COVID probably uh, m- rendered many of them <laughs> you homeless. You think COVID <laughs> just fucking annihilated the mime market? Whatever was like, they left were just of on the a mimes, resurgence. That was the end of the mimes. Well, here's why I asked because. <laughs> because the- <laughs> I mean, there's got to be at least one mime who's a street fucking performer in Vegas or something. But once all that shit shut down, I think there's no they're mime. barely hanging out. There's no mime on. purists. Anybody who they does do, mime, they do they're going to do things. like, other, yeah, they're going to do that, that fucking yeah. silver painted robot. Shit I agree. Say, they're going to do I other weird shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's mostly, yeah they they're going to be very good at popping and locking. I think <laughs> most mimes. They're not yeah. just going to be doing the window. Because I, cause I looked it up. I wanted to see. Like the best mime in the world. I wanted yeah. to like see it at the highest <laughs> yeah. level. Like see someone who's really Brings convincing me they're interacting yeah. with something that's not there. <laughs> but no one, like the art of mime, I think has just really fallen by the wayside. Well, you would think that those people would be good stunt people. Why? I don't know because they're green screening shit, or I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wh- what? <laughs> All right. So like something's on a green screen, they can pretend it's actually there. You know? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know how mimes are all cartoons and shit? <laughs> the modern but, day, the digital mimes, yeah. <laughs> the digital mimes. <laughs> oh, oh my God. God. Yeah. <laughs> I looked it up. I looked at best mimes of the world on YouTube. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's the worst shit I've ever seen. Like, it's the like, yeah. no saddest. Sure. No Do you way. think, who was a mime? Someone was a mime. Oh, that guy. <laughs> the guy from Scream. He was a fucking mime. I've never seen Scream. Oh. We talked about this. Uh, the guy from Scooby-Doo. Oh, I thought you meant like in Scream, like his character. No, like the no. like the the scream face guy, no. like that's his origin. He started as a mime, He's, and then something would arise, and then he became a killer. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> the origin so story of Scream. Oh, I'm crying. I'm so you're crying. talking about Scoop Shaggy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know who you're yeah, talking about. So was, you're saying his background was he, he was a mime, like he he's was a theater obsessed. queef. Yeah, when he was like eight years old, he was like mime, a or like he was like clown mime. school, and it was like <laughs> yeah, that's one of the classes right. you take. And he and it was something mime he class. said he could do like a lot, like he would practice alone and then do shows that's, or whatever. Again, moved to tears. I don't know. That <laughs> is so sad. <laughs> Minecraft. Do you think? Do you think? <laughs> do you think mimes, like mime culture, exists in mime less developed culture. parts of the world? You think that's still going strong as a form of entertainment? Here's the thing: is you don't where see, they don't have you don't see clowns iPhones. in general in other cultures. Yeah. You, but there is the jester. You know, in, in other cult. In, and what do you mean by in other cultures? Do they have clowns in general in other cultures? Uh, Which I guess but that's what I mean, I mean by like, other culture. I mean because I feel like are f- in France, European. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, the non-white culture, the non-European. Uh, right. Yeah, I don't know. Well, they say the modern-day jester is the comedian. <laughs> okay, keeping but it alive. <laughs> but they're not a fucking clown. Sure, mimes but it's the same are clowns, idea. Is what they are. Mimes are like emo clowns. Yeah, I mean they're like. We all know what a mime is. <laughs> like, yeah. I How do we start... break this down further? <laughs> so, you know, like ICP? Yeah. They yeah. have the juggalos. Yeah. They're, they're the modern shit, day mimes. By the way. But no, I because like, cause it's all black and white face paint, so it is like that mime mm-hmm. palette. <laughs> mime pixels. Yeah. Sure. But though the juggalos, I don't think, are mimes. 
They're no, like, no, they're clowns. Are is it is it Juggalo yeah. or Juggaho? Juggalo. Maybe Juggaho is a variant on like the woman. Maybe, Maybe Juggaho is a woman. But I don't think <laughs> yeah. so because I think that they're kind of all about like accepting their community and stuff. So I feel I think Juggaho would not really be. Oh, you think that they're like upper class? No, like no, I don't. I think they're the opposite of that. <laughs> I think that they're like you think they're super no respectful one, and woke. I think they are out of options for friends, and so they all get together and accept they're whoever's all there. Yeah, right. But I'm just saying they <laughs> embrace. I'm saying that it's not a derogatory jugaho. Like right. they're, they're embracing it, reclaimed. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I don't think this surprised. is true. I just. I would be surprised. Yeah. If Maybe they, it is derogatory. Maybe the outsiders call. I think they're really into yeah, you, you like the, if you're a juggalo, that's all I gotta know, man. You yeah, know? I don't jug-a-no. care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gotta juggle. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyways, let's see what Megan is wondering. Hey, Reed fellas, I'm about to make some macarons, but I paused because I thought I need to send you guys a question because. I'm behind, I feel like. Anyways, I was wondering, what do you think the concept of an appointment card used to be, right, when it when it was a new thing? And then today, do you think it's even worth getting one? Because many a times I'm at a doctor appointment or whatever, and they go, would you like an appointment card? And I'm like, no, I have a phone. I'll write it down. Like, get out of my face. And you text me, you email me, you call me for reminders. There's no point anymore. But yeah, what do you think? At first, I didn't even know what she was talking about. Same, but then I yeah, it took I don't know me what that is. Uh, it took me quite a minute to to place what she was talking about. A card? I don't. Know. I haven't got one of those. I mean, I get in a minute, bro. It's I mean, been I don't go to the doctor, but like yeah. at the dentist, say they will. Do you want to sign up for your next appointment? Right. And they do it right there, and then they ask me. <laughs> um, Sorry, I don't know. Do you want a fucking print out? I don't even know if they asked me that. No, they don't anymore, and. The the point of it was that one of the two of you used to have to write that shit down and they would just fill it out for you and hand it to you. Yeah. So you wouldn't have to ask for a fucking piece of paper and a pen and a... So, you Mm. know, they'd hand you the appointment card. Now you go off and put it on whatever manual calendar you have at home. Right. And that's the situation. Now yeah. that doesn't happen mm. because it's all tied into apps. And How big is it? It's just a is it like a note tiny... card. Is it like a business card? No, it's sm- like smaller than a business card or business card size. Really? Yeah. I it's a slip of, of paper that has your date of your next appointment on it. It's really straightforward. But to answer the question, I mean, no, they're definitely not necessary. Some doctors might think it's a nice touch, like if they have an older school audience. I feel like maybe it's like a right. It might be might, maybe might yeah. be nice for the older the old folks right. who aren't hip to the smartphones. Right. I would appreciate that uh, that aesthetic touch. Sure. Yes. That touch, touch. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's just um, I whenever I go to any sort of establishment that tries to give me paper, I tell them whatever non paper option. Whatever, I, I, I don't want to take anything with me, so can we do that? Right. They're like, oh, I can print it out. I go, no, 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 no. Can I see it if I log into the, your <laughs> fucking site? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, great. That's all I care about. I don't need to print out. I don't need a binder. I don't want yeah. it. Excess. Excess. Jamal, when's the last time you went to the dentist? <laughs> the last time I went to the dentist, probably like, oh, God. I think 
it's probably been like three years. Yikes. I know. Well, the last time I went to the dentist, I, I didn't have a dentist. It was when I was in Bellingham. I didn't have like a dentist there. For sure. For I was sure. like, oh, I went to this place. It's called Sweet Tooth. All right. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. I was like really, it felt sketchy. It was like, yeah. is. Sounds sketchy. Felt, <laughs> it was a nice office and everything, but I just got the feeling that they like, they perform the service and then, you know, they like, they, then they, they, they don't run, they didn't run my insurance beforehand, for example. They're like, we'll we'll see, like if it'll actually cover it, yada yada yada. Like, that they didn't even say that. That's just that was what happened. And I, it was, they take you into this room afterwards, and they're like, talk to you about payment plans and shit mm-hmm. after they've already done it. And I was like, what the fuck? That's I've never experienced anything like. I'd never experienced this before. Is this all dentists do this? Dentists are fucking crooks. Tell me. Dentists are like the shady side of doctoring where like they have no shame that they're fucking you out of all your money and insurance doesn't cover yeah. a goddamn thing. And they drive yeah. their fancy Luckily, cars and their did. offices are crazy <laughs> nice and they charge you insanity for everything. Yeah, it was nuts. And they're like, oh, yeah. And they're like trying to like upcharge me on things and like oh yeah we can get you in for this and this and this and we mm-hmm. can take care of that and they're asking when i was in the chair they're asking me like oh have you had any like pain like in your teeth whatever i was like oh not really maybe this tooth i don't know like don't and they're that. like okay and they just hone in on that yeah exactly and they're like okay yeah, well, we could schedule in we'll probably need a filling like immediately like without even actually checking they're just like what wherever they could get a get a dollar they're like okay and then like making it out to be i'm like it's not really hurt that bad but they're telling me like oh yeah we're probably gonna need you get to get you in back in the chair in a month so we can go over all this stuff and we're gonna work out a plan so over the next however many months you know we can get all these things taken care of and you know get you back on track and all this shit like i feel they fine have no it's like they don't view you as a person or a customer whereas like in doctor's yeah. offices i feel like they have a little more sympathy for you as like a human being yeah and i feel like dentists are like oh i can just fucking make just you bankrupt mouth who gives a shit yeah. <laughs> they look at you as a mouth with a wallet that's yeah. it do you think it's because insurance doesn't pay dentists as much so they have to really get it out of the human being themselves whereas doctors like the fucking insurance company pays us 90 percent of all the money we make anyway so right but they hate the insurance company because that's what's made them lose the relationship with the patient of course because it's all become so legal and administrative Mm -hmm. one of the times i'm leaving right like i I have to like i had to fill something out or something after i had this consultation right no 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 no. (laughs) it wasn't an appointment card (laughs) Some other paperwork for something. It was probably had to do with payment or something, <laughs> insurance. I hear someone else going into that room, and they're like, yo, you guys didn't tell me about any of this. Like, he was livid. He was <laughs> like, you guys are, this is nuts. Like, I'm not paying this. This is insane. I was like, I, I got to get the fuck out. And I haven't been back. I haven't been back to the dentist since. Wow. Yeah, you got to find a dentist that is ethical. How do you find such a dentist? How do you do that? Especially like when we moved to Denver, I didn't know what to do. I don't know anybody here recommending a dentist. So it was definitely like, you know, Yelp reviews. It was like all you got to go on basically. Yeah. And so, which I hate doing. And then, I mean, this is an aside, but my fucking work just switched dental insurance. And my dentist said, oh, we don't, like they don't have, your insurance doesn't have uh, out of network pay. 
which it definitely does. There's an out of network option <laughs> on there. But my d- dentist that I've had since I've moved yeah. here is like, nope. They don't. We don't. It doesn't work. So it doesn't work. You're so you're just stuck. So I'm. At, I've been yeah. out of a dentist for. Yeah. I was supposed to go in June, but that appointment got canceled because they said your new insurance doesn't cover anything, <laughs> and I was like, shit. So I'm in dentist limbo right now, and I got to go through that whole process Damn. of going through the sketchiness of finding one. Mm-hmm. It's upsetting. Join the club, buddy. Yep. <sighs> but it hasn't been three years yet. I hope I don't let it go that it's long. Weird. So years ago, they, they you know, I, I'm sure I've mentioned this before, but I when I when I was coming of age to get my wisdom teeth, they're starting to come in or whatever. Um, I got them checked out, and they like, they did X-rays, and they're like, "Yep, you got all four. And I was like, "Fuck." And then I went back a year later to get them, you know, checked on as the, as they're growing. And they're like, yep, all three of those are going to need to come out. And I was like, what the fuck? What happened to the other one? And I was at a different dentist. And uh, so I thought that was odd. And then they're like, yeah, probably in the next year, those are going to have to come out. I've never had my wisdom teeth taken out. It's been like six years. You still have fine. your wisdom teeth? Yeah, I have <laughs> wisdom teeth. Uh-oh. That sucks. I, they're not fucking anything up. They're oh, just okay. there. Not now. <laughs> Yeah, you, I think you do have to get those out. Yep. <laughs> Why? Because they will start impacting your other teeth and it will be painful. When? When? That They when said it was going to be like a year. and everything hurts and you don't heal from surgeries. Yeah, when your skull starts yeah. to morph. <laughs> I thought this shit was supposed to hurt like... I don't know if that's 100% As they're growing true, in. Uh, I'm the wrong guy to ask about wisdom teeth. Yeah, I've never had any. It, so. You might be fine. I don't know. But I don't know. I feel like there's a reason. Well, I thought they were crooks. I thought they were all crooks. What's going on here? You're t- you're siding with the dentist. No. I never said they're all I crooks. That was Morgan. I feel like uh, I've no, had I lots think of they great are all crooks. In my past. Um, <laughs> Still thinks they're all crooks. I don't side with them they're at all. They're definitely unethical dentists out there, but I'm saying it's probably not even the majority of them. Mm. It is a business. Yeah. And people yeah. And care about very... their teeth. I guess that's what it is. It's so obviously a business. Right. Right. They're providing you a service. (laughs) Pressured to upsell. Right. And I'm like, I don't don't actually want to participate in your business, but I know that it's what I'm supposed to do. That's why I'm here. So I really don't, I'm not interested in in the conversation per se. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, we got to get into the big news of the past week. Donda. Fuck, I haven't listened to it yet, you guys. Dunda, 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 Morgan dunda. has had ample opportunity to listen. I have not had not, any opportunity to listen to it. She's chosen not to listen to it yet oh for some reason. Oh, my Christ. Well, we'll be going on. We'll be hitting the road soon here, so we'll put it on there probably. Yeah. Um, you do need a nice, swift hour and 50 to plow <laughs> through it all. shit. Even <laughs> though the last four tracks you can fucking skip. I mean, those last four yep. tracks, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Um, so, Jordan, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on Donda? It might be the best Christian rap album ever. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I'm not I'm not I'm not well versed in Christian. This thing fucking sucks. This album fucking sucks, dude. I disagree. I don't think it sucks. I don't think it's great. It fucking blows. Whoa. It's boring. It's boring as fuck. All the beats are the fucking same and He's bringing bars, but the bars you don't give a shit about. He's each song is a loose concept. There's no real concept to each track. It's meandering Money bullshit. Real time it's ain't not real. finished. 
It's not a finished album. It's fucking trash. I agree with that. I definitely agree it's not finished. And I think that... He will continue to tweak it. Yeah. From... For which ever. sucks i'm, I'm not gonna I'm, i wish it wasn't the case that, it, that this thing came out mm-hmm. and then he continues to tweak but mm-hmm. the way it is now i do hope he tweaks it some more and edits because it definitely mm-hmm. has a lot he can cut out but i completely disagree with jamal that it's okay boring i mean i haven't listened to an album like this in a while where i actually felt wanting to hear what's coming next okay in the sense that he's doing things throughout this album that are interesting and of course, I agree with you, Jamal, that it's very loose conceptually and he's going in and out of like things where it's like, I'm not interested, but then I'm become <laughs> very interested. And so it's like, that's what Kanye does. So, he's a little psycho. <laughs> well, it's... <laughs> what? I, well, since when? No, no, no. no. Since... Morgan interrupted me. That's not my full thought. I'm not saying okay, that okay. that's what Kanye does. Like he's all about going in and, like, and not having... No, no. Of course, he's had fucking projects in the past that are very conceptually sound, right. and he's fucking very good at it. And this is not that. It's very different. It's no. very much a meandering thing. But the the idea that you think that all the beats suck, to me, is kind of off base. I mean, this the production on this gets into, like, fucking high, high-level territory, where it's like he's he's able to yeah. do things... And you glimpse his greatness throughout this album, which is what keeps me interested, is the glimpses of like, holy fuck. Like he he's able to fucking mix this thing in in, in a way that no one else is doing. Yeah, cool. That's that's all great for but if you could the variety, there's a lack of variety on this album that is so boring. It's there's a lot of organy tracks with, you know, with fucking 808s on it that just he, I mean, it's on like at least half of the songs is are basically the same beat. I'm like, this is, and it's it oh, for 27 songs, bro, 27 songs, and half of them are the same. It just is insane to me that this was put out. I don't, I don't agree with the same sounding thing. I think there is a variety in the sound, especially the way it opens. I mean, the way that fucking jail comes in, I think is super strong. Uh, yeah, jail. Okay, here's a great example. Jail feels great for the first minute and a half. And then you realize, oh, this is the whole song. This is the whole song. The beat is the same until the last fucking maybe 30 seconds is like just drums by themselves. (laughs) You're like, what the fuck? Okay, okay, fine. Sure. But I guess guess the way it feels like you're listening to it, like you really, like those lulls are hitting you. Like go fuck yourself with these lulls. Whereas me, I'm just like, I kind of like, okay, I check out of the song and I am not thinking about it in the way it's like I'm listening to it in a moment finding way. Like I am, I'm not listening to like. Is well, this, why are you giving it that credence? I guess is my. So is, many other albums I'll go into, and I just I I'm not buying into the production of it or whatever. So it just mm-hmm. they'll bore me from the get. But for this one, because it is a it is it, it is the credence that I would allow anybody that does something that sounds experimental. That's just what going into this does for me. Like I just put it on. It's not something I, I premeditate. I'm just like, I'm going in and all of a sudden it's like, Holy fuck you, you've caught my interest and then you've lost it. And like certain things were okay. It's like, yeah, this song is going on a little too long or yeah. whatever, but then I am, it doesn't make me want to turn it off. It makes me definitely want to hear what he does on the next track. And that's what I feel like throughout this whole album. It's like, I definitely want to hear what's going on. A lot of it goes on way too long, but it's it's the sloppy but at times great execution. 
that keeps it entertaining for me. But I guess I guess what I'm I I I just I disagree. Like giving Kanye this, it feels like you're giving Kanye a pass. Is what it feels like. If the moments that make me intrigued about the album weren't there, then I wouldn't. It's because of the height of these moments that keep me wanting to hear the next moment that might drop around the corner. I'm not saying that the album is now like, put this on your top 10 list. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying as a listen from start to finish, I was never like, wrap it up. I was definitely like in for the ride. I get, I, again, I agree that there are moments on this album that are dope, that are like, that was cool. But if you can't do it, just add, just from, oh, you and I are songwriters, right? And if you can't do, encapsulate this idea and have a full concept in your song, and I, and again, the 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 argument that it's experimental, it's it's certainly experimental, but it doesn't feel experimental in a let me push the envelope kind of way. It feels experimental in like I almost didn't. I didn't have a good enough idea. I'm going to pass it off as experimental. That's how it feels. It feels like it's not fully fleshed out. It doesn't feel um, like he's really exploring something. It feels like a cop-out. It feels like, yo, I didn't get this shit finished in time. I put a lot of pressure on myself doing these listening shows with an unfinished fucking album. And then it's dropped. And it's, yeah. And again, the last four tracks are repeats of earlier tracks they're part twos but it's only because one verse is different but all his verses are the same and it's just like this is a mess it's a mess there are cool moments sure but as an album as a whole i mean come on it's it's fucking it's it's a real disappointment i don't know about a real i just don't agree with the disappointment only from the sense that like i've been like quote unquote disappointed with kanye's work for a while now like Ever since yeah. my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, he hasn't re- really released a project that I've been like head over heels in love with. I don't think Jesus yeah, is Keen is that good. I think Ye is fucking boring. Like it just, it's just, so I'm not really expecting him to drop the next mm-hmm. fucking college dropout anymore, especially since he's already claimed that he's only making Jesus music from now on. So it's like, you can go in right. expecting something else, but he told you that's what it was going to be. <laughs> So I, no, and, no, no. And, that's not even what I'm saying. I'm not even saying. Like, I know you're not. Well, well, I'm saying. I'm saying taking this album as it is by itself, not trying to meter my expectations of what I'm expecting from Kanye West. I'm saying listening to it as an album. I'm like this thing kind of blows because to me it is such a roller coaster of like lulls and moments. To me, to just to wipe it away as this thing blows. I just I don't like to sweep the moments under the rug because it did do things for me. There's just a complete uh, shortage of great music nowadays. I feel because well, one I'm just not on top of it. I don't do spend a lot of time searching for good things, so that's on me. But mm-hmm. two, it's just like there really isn't a whole like Nas uh, King's Disease too was like the last great thing. Like it's been a while since something that good has come out. Which, if you want to cleanse the palate of Donna, you can go listen to King's Disease, too, because that <laughs> album's fucking dope. But, yeah, I just don't want to be like, this album blows. I guess because I do give the leeway to Kanye because he's given me great music in the past, and I don't want to like sweep him in, into, a, into an area of throw this guy in the trash can sort of a thing. Like, no, I'm not even saying we get rid of Kanye. I would listen to his next album. I'm saying this album, this album is kind of fucking whack. It's definitely wha- whack in the sense that it doesn't hold together on like a album, 
yeah, I guess I agree and I disagree with you. I guess I, I don't want to like lump everything together of like, because now the album, sometimes like an album, if it doesn't start strong or parts of it are really like upsettingly bad, then you carry that in like to future tracks. You're like, you now you get to the point, and I've done this before, where you're listening to the album and now you just want to hate this album because it's like, it's not doing enough. And so, and that's mm-hmm. part, that's part on the artist to be like. Right, they didn't have good pacing. Yeah, the bad pace. And so now you, to where an album might have a really great track, but they've already spoiled the album for <laughs> yeah. you on the right. So you're not willing to right, listen to that album. The victim of bad album. momentum. Yeah. So I just want to be like, to me, that album, this album didn't do that. Like there was lulls, but it's almost like a Jackson Pollock kind of an album. Like he's throwing paint at the wall and because he's so good at doing certain things, I'm just interested well, in those things when they when they show up. And I guess that's that would be my comment on the lending credence. Like, oh, don't you just treat him like anyone else. But it's like, but he's not. It's because you know and trust him as an artist and you know what he's capable of that you're open-minded to, like... I don't know. Like you, like, of course. Like if this wasn't this was somebody else, you'd be like, oh yeah, maybe I do hate it or whatever. Where you you're more trying to find the moments you do like about it because, and that's how I went in. I mean, I I listened to the the listening party, the whatever the live stream before the album even dropped. I felt like that's a bad idea. Like to me, I didn't I didn't look at any of that shit. It's like, his I, idea. It's fucking his idea. What do you mean? Of course, it's a bad idea. It was his idea. This is what he was doing. This is how he presented the album. He did oh, no. it three of them. I'm, I listened to the I'm second not saying, one. I'm not saying it's a bad idea, like in the sense of whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, like personally, I would never do that before. I would never listen to an album played on an out, like on a speaker through my phone. Like I, I want to listen to the album itself first. So here's the thing. I, wa- I watched the first one. I'm like, there are things that I like about it, like Moon, like that. Which, first of all, not even him. Some of somebody else doing some dope shit, which no, he's also it's good him. at. And that's, and that's what I have people. to I have to push back on that. It's fucking him. When you listen to a Kanye West album and you're like, of course his bars are not fucking as great as a Kendrick Lamar or whatever. But you're listening to Kanye West's album. The production is all him. That's why it's so that's why I give him the credence or whatever. Like, say it's say he's not even you don't even hear his voice on, on one of the songs. It's still a Kanye West track because he's the one who's fucking composing it. So if it, even if it's just Kid Cudi or whatever for the cool parts, like this is fucking Kanye's vision that you're hearing. So a lot of people will go and being like his bars are, are weak or whatever. I listen to a Kanye album a little bit differently than that because I am such aware of his high level as a producer. So you liking Moon but not giving credit to Kanye. I literally just did. <laughs> I said, I said, I, it's not him, although he's very good at doing that. He's good at bringing people in and utilizing them. He's very good at that. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is a great example of that. But my point is, was to go in to talk about at the bars. Is so at the listening party, he has unfinished verses that he's presenting. He may have, he may have had them done and just didn't want to do them for the part pre-releasing the album, or maybe he just wasn't ready and he did a lot of this stuff in the last few weeks or something. And it sure feels that way. It feels like a rushed, like he put this pressure on himself as an experiment or whatever, whatever he's going through to do this, the fall of his marriage and, and all this shit, whatever. And it feels like he flew a bunch of people out last minute to like, <laughs> yo, just do something. Because there's a lot of features on this thing, and they're all pretty lackluster for the most part. They all are just sort of like, again, not, it's not even just his bars that are 
whack. Although at times he does have good verses. I think one of the best songs on the album is Believe What I Say. It just feels conceptually tight. It feels like he was writing a song, you know? Right. He had an idea and executed it. Whereas, you know, close to 70, 80% of the rest of these songs feel like they don't, even the titles, the the title of the song doesn't feel like this would be a song. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's a vague phrase and then the song doesn't have, there's no idea behind it. It just feels like meandering fucking whatever. But some and, of that uh, is like him trying to be like a gospel, like he's trying to do that choir thing where it does, you're right, it is mm-hmm. meandering and it, and it does lean heavy on the Jesus stuff where it, it gets tiresome at times. But he's trying to, yeah. he, I feel like a lot of what he's doing is trying to do mood music of like, you're trying to feel God in this as opposed to like whatever, because he doesn't have the bars. And I've never listened to a Kanye West album being like, these are the best bars, you know, even college rock. No, album. but that's the thing. But yeah, but he has had bars. I I consider Kanye West actually a pretty good rapper. I don't. He is. A, he's clever. <laughs> you don't. This no. is news but to me, whole, dude. I, like uh, his whole new vision, according to him. I mean, ever since he's been doing these Sunday services, is like he's like this energy of this music and the people. And he's like, I want a stadium of people. Yeah, like God, God, you know he's fucking into it, yeah. man. He's fucking into the the energy of Sunday service. It's more right, of a, but this doesn't feel like the Sunday service album. That was Jesus's King. This album doesn't really feel like that. It has mm. moments like that. Yeah, and but I have this. No it's to it. pretty Jesusy. Oh no, no, it is, it is. But it's more like it feels like Kanye West just doing what like the new trap artists and he's like i'm just gonna do that i'm gonna do what they're doing with these kids even though i don't like it me jamal even though i don't like trap music or whatever really they invented something new kanye west is doing that and he's bringing some of them in to do it but he's just doing he's not doing original shit you know it just it feels like he's sort of doing what the newer generation is doing i feel similarly about jay-z um on Jay-Z's verses that he's dropped recently, it feels like he's trying to keep up with the new kids as opposed to doing what he does well or coming up with his own new shit, you know? It's a bitch um, getting old, homie. Yeah. Old and successful. I haven't heard much of Jay-Z's new shit. I mean, I just heard his verse on here. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess because I'm not on top of uh, newer hip-hop or trap music or whatever, so this does sound a little bit fresh to me. Like, I'm not saying that I think that Kanye's doing some new, brand new, groundbreaking shit, but he is doing shit mm-hmm. that I am finding sonically interesting, especially on the front half of this album. And I think that, I mean, there are moments where I am smiling while I'm listening to him. Like, this is like, just coming from like a place of, I've tried to mix music before, you know, <laughs> and how fucking sure. hard it is that I suck ass at it to like mm-hmm. someone who's doing this where it's like, Everything that he's, and I know part of it is like he has the budget, but I mean, some of like just the way things sound on here, I'm just like coming from just like a the, the sonic perspective of like he fucking captured this. And some of this does feel unpolished, but even in, in the unpolished, it does feel like a vision and it feels like he's captured something that I just feel like isn't really boring. You know, I don't know. It's, it's a, uh, I like it at times. And like like Heaven and Hell. I do too. 
Like heaven and hell, that fucking beat drop just had me fucking smiling ear to ear. It just sounds so yeah because good. you because you've been you'd spend the first hour with no interesting beats that you get one beat drop and you're like, hey, something's going on. Kinda, no, that's not what cool. I'm saying. And that's I felt the saying. same way. I'm saying that I'm saying the album opens with jail. It's fucking dope. The beat for the first minute and a half, yeah. And then like even like the, a few tracks like fucking uh, off the grid, like. Sure, the whole song. I'm not like this one. This is like the best song ever, but it does like sonically sound good for like, you know, yeah, moments. So to me, I, I just, I, I, it wasn't like the whole album was like boring, and then Heaven and Hell came on. That's not what happened. There was, there's like a string of songs there that I just, I liked it. I liked the experience. Of course, there. It's not like I'm not going to put it on my favorite albums ever list. Definitely not. I just. So it's like I agree and I disagree with you. I agree that it's the album's not great. I agree with that statement. But you think this album's better than like Yay? I don't know. It's been so long since I listened to it. As Ye. a project. As a project? I mean, I don't know. I, I, I haven't listened to Yay in so long that I, I don't even, I can't even tell you a song off of Yay <laughs> at this point. I mean, I just don't remember it because I listened to it one time and I, it didn't impress me. Mm-hmm. This album felt like more of an event as opposed to Yay. Yeah. It captured my attention better. And so, mm-hmm. I don't know. So, in the front of my mind, it, yeah. Obviously, if you want to tell me as a cohesive project, probably not because Ye is much shorter and it feels like it was probably honed a little bit more than this because this is fucking way too long. It's literally 20 tracks shorter. <laughs> right. It's seven songs yeah, long. Yeah, so to me, that's not even a really an album. But And Donda's way too much of one. Sure. It's, it's, it's fucking crazy. But I can't wait to listen to it again on this drive. That was good. Uh... That was good fodder, you guys. That was interesting to listen good to. Good radio. Good radio. It was interesting. I could have sworn you were going to hate it. <laughs> I could have sworn you were going to think it was black and white. I found that very compelling. I, I've got to tell you both. Appreciate you, Sue, uh, you know, putting yourself out there musically, sonically. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I, get, I, get, I definitely have a affinity for Kanye. Like these tracks, like Ye, I feel like is more of a, and again, I don't remember it very well. But he does have verses and shit, you know? Yeah. So to me, it's I almost wanted the more experimental, here's a fucking uh, ride, a non-cohesive. Well, what do you think of um, Yeezus? Yeezus grew on me a little bit more. I hated it at first. And then... Mm-hmm. But it's funny Same. that you say that you liked it as, as a bar writer, only because I think he, he has so much ghost written shit. So that's why I don't give him credence as like a rapper rapper. In the past, like in his first three or four albums, he had used ghostwriters. Yeah. See, I didn't know that. Like Rhymefest is credited with writing most of a college drop- dropout. And like Lupe wrote, I think he wrote Black Skinhead off of Yeezus. <laughs> like fucking, I mean, he's a fucking beat master. He's a producer extraordinaire. Yeah. So that's why when I listen to a Kanye West album, I'm really focused on in on that because I know that's where the artistry is that's where i'm getting sure. his paintbrush when it, whenever he starts rapping i'm not really unless the song itself is really good which you're not going to get a whole lot of on donda <laughs> i'm really more focused yeah. on, on the background because what he's doing in the background to me is where the gold is at. right and i'm mm-hmm. a gold digger <laughs> <laughs> nice dude Fuck. beautiful bow what an beautiful excellent bow. song that is you know 
Yeah. Okay. And I don't yeah. want. I'm not. I don't know <laughs> what songs specifically he has or hasn't written. I'm sure he's written a lot of his own shit, especially this more personal stuff. Mm. But uh, I just know that he does use ghostwriters, which you know, whatever, it's fine. He makes all his. He can do well, a lot I'm more sh- production. It sounds than most like rappers, he so. is collaborating with people uh, people he knows and i'm sure they are so uh, willing to contribute to his lyrical of course because he's producing fucking genius shit that it's it's more of a collaborative thing not yeah. a not a ghostwriter that you hire it's, it's like about a, coming together to, yeah to create something yeah. awesome and on the record that just sounds right. good exactly and and mm-hmm. he, that's where he could use a little help every now and again <laughs> <laughs> and he should do that more. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't want to anymore or something, but he should go back to it because. But he Jesus has so many Christ. features, and like I don't know if you did. You hear? I think Drake released. I just saw this tangentially, but Drake leaked a Kanye West track that I guess was supposed to be on Donda, but it's featuring Andre Three Thousand, and Andre Three Thousand's verse is so. F- I mean, I'm not telling you anything <laughs> new here, but it's so fucking good. <laughs> that I'm just like Jesus Christ. What? It's like the do- it's a war- someone texted that to me. Miles, it's did. such a sick Andre 3000 verse. I mean, I've literally I, expect nothing I feel less like every that, single man, time we Life hear of the a new party? Andre 3000, Life verse, of the Party. This is the exact reaction each and every one. Because he's 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 the best. He's I know. Fucking great. He, no one's better than him. He's mm-hmm. fucking as like an uh, artist goes. <laughs> yeah. Andre 3000 yes. is unparalleled. He's so good. Yes. Yeah. It brings tears to my eyes how good he is. <laughs> yes. He's just a beautiful, beautiful man. No crying on the pod. No crying on, no the, crying pod. on the pod. It's just fucking, it's so fucking tight. It's such a dope Dang. Verse. And Kanye didn't drop it. Didn't put it on Donda. He didn't, which is very- That's a fucking pretty retarded decision, don't you think? How do you feel about that? He'll throw I don't know. It. He'll throw it in later. Who knows what decisions are made? I mean, Kanye probably has nine thousand songs that we've never heard. Oh, the guy Kanye makes music seems like an extreme overproducer of like. He's never not making music. Yeah, yeah. He He's seems. Like, uh, yeah. He seems obsessed. Right, but that, in, but that, in that kind of in and way. of itself, if that's true, makes me that much more upset that we got the Donda that we got. You know what I'm saying? Like this is this was the cream of the crop. This was the cream of the crop, and the way you laid it out. I, have I, 9, that's why I, I don't get like. I don't think he thinks of it as this is the cream of the crop. Yeah. Like he has his own weird artist's yes. fucking mind of That's like, I, I this belongs too. here, that belongs there. He's not thinking like this is the best of the best probably. He's thinking like this is what is meant to be on this project. Yeah. And yeah, so that's insane. Pers- and for, he does whatever he's reason. Not, he's not saying what's going to please everyone the most. I can tell you for sure he's not asking that. Oh, yeah, no. He's never, yeah. <laughs> um, and then, so he's uh, like, yeah, doing that thing and then also cre- creating so much music, right? Like this is what he, yeah, what he wants to say right now on this project. It, he's like, he's feeling out this shit, whatever this shit is. And he, it, right or wrong is not really the right question, I don't think. Right. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's cool. <laughs> but it's not very good is my point i mean you're dealing with a guy who has had mental issues i mean this guy he's so sporadic that i can see it being the case that he fucking pulls it tomorrow he he, he <laughs> jumps into his song with such a high level of passion and then the idea of returning to that song to like polish it overwhelming probably at this stage of his life is just like not something that he's willing to put as much time in as like proceeding. And he just seems like he's the kind of guy who just fucking tries to capture lightning in a bottle over and over and over again without the 
the polish of the cohesiveness that an artist that you would appreciate more would do at this. I mean, he just, it seems like that's where he's at now. Yeah. If I had to guess. Yeah. I think he's, that he's sucks. struggling a, a tad with the, uh, <laughs> you know, with the zooming out or, or, or <laughs> seeing things, you know, in kind of a big picture way. Well, I'm curious what Morgan thinks of this album. Yeah, same. Jordan and I have shredded it up. <laughs> um, I mean, the guy thought he was going to be president, you know? I mean, real, like for real. Yeah, he's off his rocker. He's all right. It's but okay. that's what I want in my artist. For sure. And the way he was talking about that stadium of people chanting God songs, I'll tell you what, I'll never forget it. Him talking about it made me feel some shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm, just, I'm glad <laughs> that there is a Kanye West. Yeah. I'm happy that he is. For sure. I don't want to sound anti-Kanye West. <laughs> I'm not but saying But I also you want to that's wash his saying. balls all day either. You know what I'm saying? No, I want to give my true I feelings actually, when I, really, I listen to the album. I also appreciate Jamal, like, you know, sticking to like, hey, but but let's remember, like, what I'm saying is I didn't enjoy listening to it. And that is relevant. I don't know. To wash, to be like, you know, but it is Kanye. And I'm not saying this is what you're doing, but I do think a lot of people are doing this. Uh, and they've been doing it for the last few albums. And I think you'd agree of being like, oh man, like Kanye can do no wrong. Like Con- I'm just interested in what the fuck he's doing. Da, 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 da. I think is to diminish how fucking amazing all of his other albums, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy and before are. How well crafted they are. Right, but I guess that's and what I'm trying not I was to a do. Di- I mean, he was my favorite artist for a long time because of that fact. I was like, no one is doing shit like Kanye's doing it. And now I get Donda and I'm like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, what is what is it? Maybe it'll grow on me, but whoa, it is boring. There are moments. There are moments. I mean, the fact that the fact that you're like, the fact that you're like, you know, and there's lulls and it meanders, but then there's moments I do like. I'm like, this is this is where I'm like, you are giving Kanye free license with your time, and maybe he's earned it, and that's cool. But like, that's what you're doing. No, you no, know what I because mean? you're, you're, I'm not saying that, therefore, stack it up against my beautiful Dark Twisted <laughs> Fantasy. I'm decoupling them completely. I'm not saying, like, this is the Kanye that we know and love. Of course not. My beautiful Dark Twisted <laughs> Fantasy is leagues beyond this. This album does suck. Yeah, yeah. The only thing that triggered for me was that you came out of the gate saying this album blows, and so I just wanted to backpedal that thought. Yes. I, I didn't want to... Jump on the bandwagon of hate, which is easy to do. Not not even that. I just I just wanted to come out of the gate clear. You wanted that to I give. Feel you that wanted way. to give a nod to the moments that there are moments that Word. do shine. Yeah. And my I issue to me, with that, to me, I give I give a, an album blows review when I say don't even fucking put push play on this album. That's an album that I would say this album blows on. And I and I and I do think that this album is worth spending time with. I think that there's just fun things in it. Of course, it's not a good There are Kanye. cool things about it that are worth spending time with, but overall, it's worth spending time with because it's Kanye. You know what I mean? Like, just the what, like, what, just maybe it's a glimpse into what's going on with him because he's interesting. But beyond that, I feel like there is a lot to be desired. And I feel like I've shit on it so hard that Morgan's going to love this album. <laughs> I feel like I've set you up for success. That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess that's the thing. It's like, to me, the Blows album is relative to hit to that you're stacking Kanye yeah. against Kanye at that point. Sure. But to mm-hmm. me, to stack this album just against like 
music in general. Like to stack this album oh, up still, against like, no, what no, I would no. hear, what I would hear on the radio. No, I disagree. I think still. No, no. I'm saying like music that I traditionally associate with being on the radio mm-hmm. bores me and. I think is so uninteresting that I just think this album is better than that. Probably. There are probably moments on it, that, but there's probably moments on it that are uh, on par with that kind of shit in a different way. Sure. Right? It's not sure, boring in but, the same way. But I'm but, not listening to the radio and then all of a sudden getting moments of like, this is really good. Like that happens way less frequently than it does just by pushing play on this album. Sure. Yeah, I agree. So again, there are moments on this album that I like. I don't know how many times I gotta say that. I because I just want to set the record straight. There are things that I like about this album. I guess there are I, moments. me and you but what differ bothers me when we give a review of blows is what it comes down to. <laughs> it does. I, I mean, stand it's clear by it. it blows. Disappointed, right? Yeah, but blows. Blows to me is one star. So I give this album maybe four stars out of ten. Maybe. Out of 10. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I mean, I would Feeling give more this of a album, three. <laughs> I would give it. I mean, I agree. I think it's like a yeah, it's like a two and a half out of five album. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's just yeah, the moments. That's all I can say. Word that's up. all I can say. We talk about this too <laughs> That's it. That's all. That's all that can be said. Is there? Let's are talk moments. about fucking movies. Let's get into movies. All right, let's do it. We have three movies to rank. Nice. I watched three movies as well. Oh, well, oh, awesome. Let's shit. alternate, shall we? Yeah. So I've been in. I've been in a place. So I don't know. Give us your uh, number three. Number three. Number three. No sudden move. Yeah, I agree. Okay. No sudden move. It's the new HBO Is movie. This the Benicio del Toro. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck this was about. I didn't care what it was about. <laughs> I agree. I this wanted it to talk end. About I love Kieran Culkin. <laughs> He's my new favorite. He's great. Person that exists. I don't know how I slept always, on him until Succession, but he's, he's always good. The shit. Mm. Oh, but yeah, other yeah. than that, this movie sucks. This movie's boring. But that whole scene with, with Kieran Culkin when they're in the house, yeah. I thought the movie was going to get good at Same. that point. Because that was intriguing. But it just, it didn't last. I thought that was going to be the movie. Same. Like this whole situation in that house. Yeah. Because that's when it grabbed my attention. Yep. And then it really, and I don't, I honestly don't know what, end. I didn't even know what it was about until the end when they, when they were like, so something about car about. engines. Is it about that though? Something I'm, about car engines. But yeah, I mean, catalytic converter converters. They yeah, which is crazy. They make this movie, you know, and it's one of those like historical. Also, the one other thing that did keep me interested is I could tell it was old, right? Old timey period piece, fifties. Uh-huh. But I couldn't quite place how old it was. Uh-huh. Like fifties. They said in the beginning. They De- did. Detroit, nineteen fifty-seven oh, okay. or something. Anyway, <laughs> um. But yeah, like just the whole thing, I don't care. I don't like him or his family or anyone he's involved with. This movie, I mean, it's so scene. It goes scene to scene to scene <laughs> of like, am I supposed to know what's happening? Right. And then <laughs> it's it's frustratingly long. It is. Mm. I mean. And then you're like, okay, you finally kind of get on board that it doesn't really matter. They're stealing some sort of document from someone and they're trying to get the best price and they don't care like what i don't understand is truly who benefited and didn't benefit from that situation i think the whole thing is supposed to be a commentary on like the ceos (laughs) of the auto industry always come out on top okay and all the little guys always get shit on (laughs) 
<laughs> exactly. Like, I don't know what Matt and Tate. First of all, stacked cast. Very good, very strong cast, I guess. I don't know. Wh- Brendan Ma- Fraser is my review of Donda. I don't know who Matt Damon is or how he's involved or how he gets cameo. more money. At the, I don't know where that money came from. I don't know any of that. I don't know. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, as far as the commentary goes, like, he's the CEO of some auto industry. But and then who are the black people? He always people? ends up getting his money back and shit. They're, they're another uh, gang. It's because there's a lot of, like, to do with the mob in it and stuff. Right. It doesn't fucking matter. Okay. The whole movie doesn't matter. All right. The whole thing is, like, I didn't like it it's at supposed all. to be a commentary on, like, oh, the fucking the the CEOs and, and, and the mobsters, they're all one and the same. <laughs> it's corrupt so bullshit. It's so it boring. It sucks. <laughs> Holy fuck, man. Benicio del Toro is not even interesting to watch. I mean, he's not even scary. <laughs> you know, like at least you can count <laughs> on Benicio del Toro to like set a mood. You know. Yeah. Well, no, you're just thinking of Sicario, but like, yep. he's yeah, he's kind of like a like in a weird way, kind of like a dork misfit guy who like missed yeah. out on yeah, like a he's job. Kind of a dummy. Yeah, and you're like, oh, I don't know what they're trying to do. It's turning <laughs> me off to him. Ray Liotta is like. <laughs> His face is all, he looks like the Joker. Uh, and <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ, this guy and his whole family suck so much. And the boss, these are not real interactions that are happening with anyone at the workplace. The writing's not very good. <laughs> it's not compelling. You I don't know. know what's being it's done. It's mixed being weird. Stolen. Like a lot of times I couldn't even hear what they were saying. <laughs> 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 yeah. The opposite of Don and that's it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, anyway, I wouldn't recommend. Couldn't Don't. tell you what it's about because it got high reviews. <laughs> so I was like, let's check it out. Yeah. We yeah. want these three. These are these are the unseen three. We hadn't seen any of these movies before going in. Ooh. Yeah. So, so yeah, let's go to number two. I mean, Jamal, no, Jamal. let's go to you. Um, I watched uh, Jeff who lives at home. Rewatch. Oh, I've for seen me. that a while ago. That's Ed years. Helms and Ed Helms and uh, uh, Jason Siegel. Siegel. Yeah. And Sharon, it's uh, Susan Sarandon, right? Sharon yeah. Sarandon. Um, she uh, <laughs> doesn't that movie end with like a big bridge scene or like running across yeah, a bridge? It does. Yeah. It's a I watched it a long time ago and then I rewatched it because I found out it was uh, it's a Duplass Brothers movie. And I was like, okay, uh-huh. now that I've got a, an appreciate, I remember thinking it was like fine or whatever before, and then I was like, now that I've got an appreciation for the Duplass Bros, I'm gonna rewatch it and I like it. Have you seen this movie, Morgan? Uh, yes, but fucking, I don't remember what it's about at all. I know it's got Jason Segel in it. Yeah, I just said that as well. But oh. he lives at home. Yeah. Yeah, he's Jeff. I can picture the the, the, the cover. thing on Netflix, and that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not much to say about it other than <laughs> I enjoyed it. And it's nice. a fine. It's it's fine. It's a fine movie. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. That's what I remember about it, like being like one of those kind of forgettable, like it's yeah. enjoyable to watch, but. I'm not going to write home about it. Yeah. I got the best. Uh, so I've been on the search for the best pajamas. I got the best uh, lounge pants at REI. She's not oh, stepping yeah. on the ankles of these. They're, yeah. act- oh. they're, act- they're, jo- they're joggers. <laughs> nice. Yep. Are they like soft as cinched fuck? at the bottom? Uh, elastic at the bottom? The yeah. They're, they're, they're joggers. Yeah. They're yeah. like, okay. you know, they're on the calf. They're on your calf? They stop at your calf? Like Capri's? No, they like hug her calves. Like they're yeah, that... they're also oh, oh, I see. I they're see. not quite 
They're joggers. Yoga I've pants, seen you wear them. I feel multiple they're spandex. Times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I know, I know, I know what joggers are. <laughs> okay. But then now you're saying like, yeah. And I thought you were saying they stop at your calves. I was well, like, I no, about, I, I don't mean, know about I, this. they're on my leg. My ca- I have extremely short legs, so the difference, the distance between my ankle and my knee is not much at all. <laughs> Four inches. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's really <laughs> just kind of a uh, yeah, just a unit, one unit. <laughs> Number two. <laughs> Number two, light of my life. Ooh. I know. I went back and forth. I mean, of course, obviously, I love Casey Affleck. I I love a sad Casey Affleck. I felt that as an idea, it was a little done before. I didn't didn't feel like any part of it was a new idea. Hmm. Mm-hmm. We watched this at Jamal's recommendation. Uh, but but yeah. uh, let me say, I mean, I love, I do love a sad Casey Affleck. But uh, but all of it from the from the dad and daughter hiding out from the world, from the dystopian, from the oh, this is a disease that kills all the women, to the you know mm-hmm. hiding, c- camping out, mo- on the move. Mm-hmm. I just it didn't feel any sort of fresh to me. I agree that the, a lot of a lot of those elements, even all of them, really have been done. However, I disagree that I feel like they were done so well yeah. that I fucking love this movie. I, I thought loved it was it. so good. Yeah. I, let me also say so I love this Thank movie you. and I really struggled going. That's what I was. That's <laughs> yeah, what I no, was I, I, hear your, I hear your critique, though. I, I, I like your critique. Struggling between um, because one I feel and two. Similarly, and, yeah. mm-hmm. I feel similarly and I feel like, but. I do feel like, yeah, they were done well, and I do feel like they were done slightly differently in that, uh, like, when I read the description for the movie, or and I saw that it was, like, uh, dystopian, I was like, what the f-? I was expecting more action or something. I was expecting, but it's more of a slow it's burn, a ro- and it's, it's like, the, road. the world feels realistic. It doesn't feel like a sci-fi movie. It feels... It's more of a relationship know, yeah, the, movie. And, and Yeah, yeah. It feels very much like The Road to me, which I love. I know you're not a huge fan. Well, because The Road is so gloom and doom, and this movie at this least- This movie is, is only gloom and doom. No, it's light. It's way lighter than that. As far as like their relationship is so warm and hidden. And yeah. inevitably Whereas, fucked. Like inevitably she is fucked. inevitably right. fucked. Which is the same as the road. Imminently but in the road, it, he's he's fucking sad the whole time and just like this life sucks. Which in its defense, in the situation of the road, it's mm-hmm. like much more gloomy. Yeah. In the fucking in this movie, Light of My Life, is it's more just like, okay, all the women died and now it's like you don't have the feminine energy, so now it's a bunch of men. It's terrifying. So it's like it's it's literally the scary shit. It's not as apocalyptic in the sense that we could just keep, mm-hmm. you know, our wits about us in that scenario, but we just. But here's we the don't. thing: is that what gets scary is when there are so few, and then you know you do feel like you need to control the situation, and you forget that they're human beings, and it's a, it you justify mm-hmm. it in this really oh, course, fucked yeah. up in, way in the, to the save survival. the human race, sort of way. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. when that kid is talking about bringing the women that they keep in their bunker, keep bringing them chocolate and tea and shit, and like he is yeah. genuine as fuck 
Right. That yeah. he like is mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know, like because this is the world he grew up in. He's young. Exactly. Yeah. And you yeah. feel how creepy and gross and sad that yeah. whole feeling is. is but that's r- what I love about this movie is how they give you those pieces of information. Ooh, boy. Because I, I just think the writing is yeah. so well done and just yeah. his Casey Affleck's ex- execution He's of the movie. Perfect. Casey Affleck can do no wrong ever. I think he's excellent in everything. He's so always. compelling. He's like probably in my top 10 actors at this point. <laughs> I, I, like, he's, he's so great. good. He's always he's so, good. so compelling to watch. Yeah, and like there, there's so there's like three or four moments like this where he's telling her story. And they're all just, I think they're just such wonderfully done scenes. The very first scene, it, uh, which is what I've been thinking of when you say that, right? Mm-hmm. I, I remember yeah. being like, yeah. this movie is going to be really good. <laughs> this <laughs> yeah. movie is yeah. going to be yeah. great. Because this yeah. back and forth of him just telling her a story is perfect. Mm-hmm. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, I feel like I'm, I've got like, I'm laying on my stomach. I got my hands under my chin and my feet yeah. are kicked up in the air. I'm just listening. I'm and just it taking feels it all and tell me the story. So right. It feels so exactly yes. right. But that's what I'm saying. Like that moment, yeah. that's not in the road. The no. road it doesn't have that in yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's why I feel like this mm-hmm. has the light of my life in it. Right. Where it's like there, yes. there is. And, but, and it is this whole like, you know, this whole thought of like fathers and daughters and like this, this imminent moment of puberty where like they are the light of your life before that, you know? And then they really are just that you have this, then you miss, (laughs) you know, something is lost there. I Mm. mean, line delivery of the movie. That's my son. (laughs) Doug is my daughter. (laughs) (laughs) line delivery of the movie moving on line yes what i'm just saying we we have to give line delivery of the movies now i don't know what you're saying the best part of the words you're saying the best thing about movies yeah is line delivery the line delivery agree upon that yeah (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. why do we know that i just super familiar why we know just go with it okay okay line delivery is the best thing Botched it. It's literally the last bullet I have on the previous page says line delivery. Yeah. And I don't know why. Because fucking Trey (laughs) asked us what we love most about movies. And line line delivery delivery. was one of the options. And that's clearly what we love most. (laughs) Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay. You forgot forgot that that's your favorite part about movies. I did. I forgot. I forgot. (laughs) I forgot, but I knew because this whole Fucking time. Fucking ruined the bit. I know, I know, but I. Yeah. it's like it was so close that I just oh my I needed God. to ask. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, so good movie. I'll tell you, I, and maybe Jamal knows this, but something I asked Jordan, and I don't think he knows the answer, is what confused me is when they're in the house with the nice old men, and then all of a sudden there's the one who just, I don't know, stays in his room and doesn't die, or he yep. called them. Spoilers. I don't know what. I don't know Which is funny. On. This is spoiler territory here, but the picture of the movie before playing it is a picture of Casey Affleck decrepit and beat up and bloodied in the face. <laughs> so I was thinking uh-huh. there's going to be more action in it as well, hmm. which that scene yeah. doesn't come till the very end of the movie. Yeah, it's also so, yeah. a well done scene. It's so well done. Yeah. It's unbelievably I mean, it well is, done. Oh, it is it's thrilling. Crazy. It's also yes. like it just feels exactly like you be- you believe it. 
Like, I mean, even the scene before that, down. even when they had that first house where they're at, and the guy knocks on the door, he's yeah. like, "Hey, we need gas or whatever." Mm-hmm. I mean, that thing oh, got my escape. heart pumping. Yeah, and the, them getting out of the house, yeah. I'm like, "This is so fucking well executed." For sure. The tension yeah. is ramped way up, and yeah. then them just running through the woods after oh, that. Oh fuck! Like, and they grab that happen? bag, and you're like, mm-hmm. "Yo, dude!" And like, what are they gonna like, do? You feel the fear he feels. In yeah, that fucking that's thing. the thing. Yes. And she doesn't know how fucking awful the world is you know right she, she can't even her. wrap her mind around it yeah she doesn't understand why being a girl is so scary and dangerous right now it's very sad uh, she only knows what he tells her mm-hmm. and so she like understands it on like a fucking logical <laughs> right she doesn't emotionally feel that right. the way she, he yes, does yeah. exactly yeah. it's just fucking crazy yeah. he doesn't know the, the gravitas of it yeah and, uh, and the level of i mean this jean jacket with the fucking sparkles oh i'm gonna cry talking about this movie. yeah i have i literally have mm. uh goosebumpity feelings right now <laughs> uh frisian if you will and what and there's a movie you saw that blew this out of the water well now that we're talking about it <laughs> no, i don't she know says because neck neck. she says neck and neck I, i'm no, really i'm starting to i'm starting to have all the feels but like it's first of all it's just casey affleck i just fucking love him man he's just perfect <laughs> yeah. because it is a thing where you're like you know you would think you'd be like come on dude like just let her like wear these clothes like you're in this ha-. like and you know how painful it is for him yeah and he's to have so to shut that shit down. but being so pissed of like take yeah. that fucking shit off because if I get hurt or die and you do this stupid shit <laughs> right and but like it's you're going to die yeah and but that the timing of the movie is so perfect as far as like her it, age. It, it being set with her on the cusp of puberty exactly. is like so right. perfect yeah and like she yeah. doesn't get it me and so yeah, yeah like he, she's only going to be able to fake being a boy for and it's like not even working for, as so much anymore you yeah. see him sort of you know, that's the whole subtext, you know, and him like coming to grips, like, what am I going to do next? Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, it is. But no I just got to keep going forward. I just got to keep moving. <laughs> yeah. It's, I think it's a great yeah, movie. It's nuts. I appreciate you finding it. Yeah. yeah. I really liked it. I also love that her name is Rag. Please. That's perfect. It's the worst name. Yeah. You're rag. on the rag. <laughs> what are you on the rag? <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, Jamal, back to you. I don't know why you watch that. Jeff still is at home, but it's really off the wall. <laughs> I mean, I get it. Duplass, I just was but feeling. Yeah, I was in the mood. I'm in the. I was in the mood. <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I'm in the mood. Um, the same thing goes with, with for this movie. Uh, this next movie I watched. It was. I was in the mood. It's from way long ago. I we wanted to give a rewatch. The Terminal. Uh, oh i remember not liking this that book. movie i remember liking and then i feel like it got more and more not like it was more lack, i remember lack, being lack, like lack. i yes. feel like i'm stuck at the airport and i don't want to watch this movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah i, I mean they it. talk about a tiff with the tsa I mean, this guy's got a hot problem with the whole fucking airport but he ends up he gets he gets all the people on his fucking side you know uh becomes friends with everybody yeah, it becomes so a little bit cartoony yeah yeah well, it is it does get pretty very cartoony, unreasonable but... that it would uh take place it's a spielberg it's very spielbergy yeah but he loves the Tom Hanks. i mean i saw this movie who does when i was like i don't know eight or something eight or nine so you would love it at that age <laughs> well the, that's the thing is like it was like israel and abe and i don't know who else maybe dad they're all gonna watch this movie uh one night and they told me that they didn't think i was gonna like it and I, but they're like, you can watch it with us if you want but we don't think you're gonna like it and i remember watching it and 
it was almost like I feel like I loved it that much more because I was like I went in with a really low expectations and I felt almost like more mature that I did enjoy it or something. You know what I mean? Right. And so I was like, wow, I fucking love this movie. And so I hadn't seen it. You know, I'd seen it a couple more times in my in my childhood, but then hadn't seen it for years and years, 10 plus probably. And uh, I watched it the uh, earlier this week and I it was nostalgic. It was a nostalgic watch for me. But I mean, I do agree. It does get cartoony, especially the second half. I think the first half is pretty, it's pretty is decent. But again, it's hard for me to be objective about it. Yeah. But it's uh, I do enjoy it, though. Yeah, that's what I think. I feel like it's it's more of like a like a feel good kind of movie that yeah just isn't as great as I once remember. Like it's really kind of just yeah. It's, it's just okay. reminds me of a Tom Hanks family movie. I don't even know how else to uh, <laughs> like Sully. Yeah, I mean that's what it is, and it, <laughs> I think it's, it's better than it's, Sully. Um, I never saw Sully. It's bad. It's, it's not good. Not good. Yeah. <laughs> Hanks on a plane. It's boring <laughs> as um, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. The yeah, it's it's for, especially for being it's apparently it's based on a true story or some shit. And it's like yeah, for to, for Spielberg to take it as cartoony as he did. I mean, I feel like he had to because I got to imagine that the real story is pretty fucking boring. Like the the fact that it happened is crazy, but as far as like building it, writing a script about it is probably was hard. So they had to take some liberties. Right. Yeah. The the wacky real pix- antics real pixelated. Of like, yeah, the TSA yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Or shit. But <laughs> yeah, like there's one scene in it. So he becomes friends right with uh like one of the guys who works in the ki- one of the kitchens, mm-hmm. and and uh, becomes good friends with him. And he is like they become friends. He's like because the uh, Stanley Tucci, the villain of the movie, has cut off his ability to like get quarters from pushing, like returning these carts. He gets quarters and that's how he buys food. So he's cut off his food supply. So this guy teams up with him and he's like, hey, I'll feed you if you go up and ask this pretty uh, TSA lady, whatever the fuck, customs lady, uh, ask her questions. And I'm going to get information about her. I guess and just, you know, tell her that, I, that I'm her secret admirer and all this shit. So Tom Hanks becomes the middleman. And this part is fucking, this is the most insane part about the movie is that they have this correspondence, yada, yada, yada. And then one of the last things he does is Tom Hanks brings a ring in a box. They've never met. They've never met these two. (laughs) It's just been correspondence between Tom Hanks and he brings her a ring and he's like, you know, he'll be waiting for you at this, the food court or whatever and give it to you for your answer. And she fucking says yes. And they get married. Well, it's so insane. First time. I mean, that's exactly yeah. right up the lane of like just wildly fucking unrealistic, yeah. wacky airport antics. That <laughs> right. Is just and like it's just like, it doesn't make you feel like, I, I get like, right. It's supposed to be heartwarming. And I, again, if you're eight or nine years old, like I was, I can see how you're like, oh yeah. But <laughs> as an adult human being, you're like, that's a Dumb. terrible idea. It's not yeah. going to end well. <laughs> They're fucking out of their minds. <laughs> You know, it's yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is very insane behavior, bro. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna I, kill you. <laughs> <laughs> You're dead. Yeah. <laughs> what are you dumb? <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. mean, th- I put this movie sort of in the same lane as Patch Adams, which you've never seen, but 
Like, yeah. if you see that movie when you're eight or nine, you're going to fucking love this movie sort of a thing. Yeah. 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 It just hits all the beats. It's almost manipulative, the, the beats that it hits. Right. Uh, yeah. Like, you wish life was like this. <laughs> yeah. This is what you think life is going to be like when you grow up. Yeah. The magic. And then you're like, oh, that's fucking resatted. So. <laughs> Nobody, like, all the characters care so much about things. Yeah. <laughs> and it's such yeah. good friendships. And it's just like, this is not life. Uh, no so one boring. gives a fuck about anyone else. Yeah. Yeah. Number one. Number one, private life. Again, another Jamal recommendation. <gasps> oh, oh, I'm on fire, y'all. I gotta make up for that. Fucking, we're living in a post Wakefield era. I'm, I'm real. You are, you are redeeming yeah. yourself. I love Thank this you. movie. Also, I, I mean, yeah. first of all, I've never seen a movie about this ever. How mm. crazy is that? About like, I feel like there's, yeah. there's. There's bits of this in other movies. Of I've course, definitely seen sure. It. for sure. They're all about marriage movies, older marriage movies. No, but I mean movies where couples are having trouble conceiving and like they have to go through alternate methods. Yeah. I've seen that before, but... But I just... This movie is so funny. Yeah, it's good. And... Yeah. What's the name of the actress? I, I fucking forget her name. I don't know. I, I forget it. The, the lead actress? Yeah. Yeah, I can't not remember her name. And I feel like I usually only see her in comedy. I thought she was good... I didn't think she was great. She she graded on me a little bit. I mean, her character is mm-hmm. supposed to be like that because she's going through the yeah. mood swings or whatever. But I just feel like the performance was a little bit more. I fucking love Paul Giamatti in this movie. So uh, he's fucking oh, so good, so uh, good. I, a Catherine Hahn, percent. Catherine Hahn, a hundred percent agree. He his all yep. of his beats are perfect. I mean, the way that he yes. like when he's wearing those glasses and like it's magnifying his eyes just Dude. so slightly. <laughs> he is and so... the looks that he's giving are laugh out loud funny. <laughs> well, that's what I yeah. mean. That's why I ended up. I mean, I legit laughed hard during this movie about just like yeah. the dumbest shit. And I like that it's a simple. It's a you know it's a family. It's always awkward. You know, it's always a bad idea. To get other people in your yeah. family involved with your fucking re- reproductive choices. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I just thought it was so funny. Like, and, and Paul Giamatti playing the perfect uh, opposite to her freaking out, you know? Yeah. Right. Of, and and, just, but and the, everything he does that... is wrong, and he's really just so great. Yeah. I don't know. I like Did you get the same sense? I got the sense, and maybe it's only because I'm the guy, so I sort of like, I side with Paul Giamatti on a lot of the situations because she is <laughs> acting frantic. Yes. But I feel like it is more, mm. it is realistic in the sense that, yeah, of course, woman, but it, it's the level at which she is so emotional or like, or like taking it out on him, kind of. Taking it out on him, but also just this stress that she's going through. I'm like, this is why you guys aren't conceiving. Yes. Like, you're fucking, yeah. the stress level. <laughs> you need you're to going chill out. <laughs> and, and I mean, I get the sense that we, you know, meet up with them very far down the road. So like, I feel like this has yeah. gone on for years and she really has nine eggs left. Like the timing is stressful now. Right. It's just, Every it's just it is counterintuitive matters. that you, yeah. you need to relax. And so <laughs> yeah. it is, ve- it's just, yeah, these, it's like you have only so many tries and every time is a big, big disappointment. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think it's a great movie. I do think Light of My Life 
is better. I, I would put Eliza now that we've talked one. about it as, as I, a cohesive I, I project, agree. start to finish. Yeah, yeah. Seamlessly. Now that we've talked about it, I I do agree with you. I was in a, um, yesterday was Friday. I was in a better mood. I've been having a uh, stressful, tired week, <laughs> and so I was in a better mood yesterday. And um, it was the last one we watched, so that's why I was like, it's going to be interesting where I rank these because yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, Molly Shannon. Yeah, in a in another dramatic role, it made me want to watch other people. You don't like Molly Shannon. I love Molly Shannon in other people. Yeah, but I mean, I have not been impressed with Molly Shannon. I in other roles hated Molly Shannon before other people, and I try. I'm trying mm-hmm. to think of why. Of course, only Superstar comes to mind. I uh-huh. can't think of any other sure. fucking. She, movie. I don't think she's, she's been in a ton annoying. of movies. I mean, yeah, SNL yeah. is like their biggest yeah. thing, but. I didn't really have an opinion of her either way before that. Sure. Yeah. John uh, Carroll Lynch. He's always good. I mean, he's a character actor. He, he always does his job good. well. He's he's you, yes. you, you pay for him, he's gonna give you what he's gonna give you the <laughs> yeah, goods. He understands yeah. the assignment. I think you're right though. Light of my life. I mean, I got goose pimples for sure. It's only because that. private life, I felt like there were there were some scenes that weren't as good as others, yeah. sort of a, and, and I, I thought that the her, his niece, the one that they end up using, mm. I thought she was hit or miss. I thought she was good at some th- mm-hmm. some scenes, but yeah. other scenes I felt like she was unrealistically charismatic Naive. or like yeah, like had her pulse on this on society's. Well, I thought that was thing. the joke. Yeah, I just right like she's not exactly <laughs> consistent. Yeah. yeah, like she, it's like oh no, you're just in call. Like you don't have you don't believe any of this. You're just regurgitating shit. Yeah, yeah. I just sure. at some at some points when she's like over the top, like I love my aunt and uncle so much. I it, it was yeah. kind of hard. Like I, I I wasn't sure if it, she was supposed to be genuine in those moments. I or... couldn't tell if she was just digging her mom or like exactly. Yeah, yeah. and I don't know if that was the intent mm-hmm. or because it, it... it did come off a little bit like wait, but you do love them, right? Like exactly. Yeah. So I wasn't sure if I was supposed <laughs> to feel like she's pulling one over, right. but then how fast she like was all about helping them, and then. I don't know. Like I said, I, I didn't hate her. At times, I thought she was good. Mm-hmm. But just sometimes, it, it just felt a little confusing, her performance choices. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Maybe no, Maybe it was agree. the direction. But yeah, it is a good movie. I, I recommend. All right, Jamal, what's your last movie? My last movie, I'd never even heard of this movie before. I was uh, I spent the last couple of days out in Palmer, hanging out with our cousin Gage, working on some music. And... One of the evenings, we, he puts on this movie. Have you ever seen this? It's called UHF. You ever heard of this movie? No. Mm-mm. It's Weird Al Yankovic's only movie. Not interested. And it came out in like the 1980s, all right? It's comedy. And it's just wacky. It's it's what I... what I. There are moments in this movie... I mean, again, I was watching with like Gage and his kids. So like oh that God. definitely adds to the experience, you know? This sounds miserable. Why? <laughs> I just already don't like anything. It's just that I don't like. You don't like watching movies with kids. No, I don't like um, <laughs> th- us being like this guy is talented. Oh, you just don't like Weird Al Yankovic. No, <laughs> not not Morgan's thing. No parody. <laughs> Anyways, the thing about this movie, though that I really respect is it comes with the bits rapidly. Like they are like this script is chock full of jokes. Like back, like, like the, as a comedy should, like, I don't know, like they're just, they're firing 
And a lot of them are wacky, whatever. They're, and they're fun. It's more, it feels more of, it's a kid's movie. Is it like uh, Airplane, uh, Top Secret? Is it like that? Because th- those movies come with the jokes yeah, nonstop. Yeah, that's what it reminded me of, is it's yeah. just constant bits. It's Chocked constant bits. is C-H-O-C-K-E-D. I have no idea. Chocked. What? Ch- chocked full <laughs> or chocked? It's chocked. I'm pretty sure it's- Yeah, chocked full. C-H-O-C-K. Yeah, I don't think there's an L in it. I think it's yeah. like you chalk, like, I think it's somehow like jacking something up, but I've never heard it used <laughs> in any other capacity, I don't think. It's always full. It's never yeah. chalk haft. But I think right. like a chalk, like a chalk block is for your vehicle, I think is like a wheel yeah. wedge. So I don't know. Anyway, I just, when you said chalked full, I had to, had to pause there. Yeah. No, that's a good question. Because I hit him with a hard L. Well, I didn't know. It was really... Just a clarification I don't know. I feel pause. like I, sometimes I do. It's like the people who say uh, both instead of both. <laughs> yeah. What's up with that? But I think, uh, I, do, I think I do say it both ways. I think I say it both and both, yeah, depending on... I don't know what ...the syntax of the rest of the sentence or something. I don't know. But anyways, this movie, Michael Richards is in it, and he steals the show. I mean, he's well, great. he's always I mean, good. He's always good, man. What and this is, is one in? of his first roles. He plays Kramer. <laughs> I know. I, that's why I said, what else? So, is a he minor in? role. He's in uh, So I Married an Axe Murder, but he doesn't get a lot of work because everyone on Seinfeld got pigeonholed. Of course. Or fucking typecast. If, and him the worst, I would imagine. Oh, him definitely yeah. the worst. <laughs> yeah. Not, I don't think it's because he got pigeonholed. I don't think that's uh, type. I don't think he got, it's because he got typecast. Oh, that's what definitely would happen first. Oh, I thought those were the What is pigeonholed? How does that differ? I was using those synonymously. Are they different? No, I don't know. I just, I was making, I didn't. He was I making a I comment on his racist outburst, which was years later. Right. I'm saying around the time when he was popular. Yeah. I mean, before that racist outburst right. happened. Yeah. I feel like he, he wasn't getting oh. a ton of work anyway. Yeah. yeah. I see. I he see. was definitely, he was 15 years plus out of Seinfeld yeah. when he did that. Gotcha. But um, he's great in this movie. He is very, I mean, he's Kramer-esque. So <laughs> he's doing Kramer, physical Kramer comedy. Sure. Mm-hmm. But that shit holds up. It holds up, man. It is It is very, it's funny. I don't know. I, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed this movie. I, I was not expecting to. I went I in with it. similar, you know, Morgan Morgan's vibe on it like okay well let's, Weird Al Yankovic made a feature length film let's okay mm-hmm. and I grew up liking Weird Al I just don't really listen to him now but uh yeah it's decent I, I, I for, for the comedy lovers out there check it out cool that one I feel like Naked Gun is in the same lane of rapid fire that I've never seen I gotta come up with a third we have to have like the the rapid fire comedy naked three. gun i started watching naked gun and it just it didn't doesn't hold up this makes me super well nervous it's not that I... it doesn't hold up i just it doesn't make me feel the bits weren't just they just weren't doing it for me i could see how it's someone else's lane okay for sure it's definitely not gonna be morgan's yeah no i don't i don't expect that morgan yeah, would love it. i don't feel but... good about this in any way because already i'm you know i'm already skipped and then it's like yeah. with the rapid fire, it actually makes me more upset because I feel that there's really no- nothing else except for trying to just hit as many jokes as you can. But that's what a comedy special is sometimes. <laughs> 
okay. Yeah, and I think well, the, the, I mean, there is the a story. You know, there's a story going on, but uh, and it's it, everything sweet, about and it's, it feels unsincere, like something that you would put on to entertain some kids for a little bit. Like you know, it's like not smart yeah. or emotional or. Well, that's, anything that's it's like when it garbage. is smart is when it's good like there are versions of versions of that that are clever and smart that's what i think top i think top secret is legitimately funny mm-hmm. so if it's in that vein then okay. I, I i'm in all right i've never seen yeah give it check it out let me know let me know your thoughts it just makes me nervous when it's supposed to be funny <laughs> it just makes me you don't like comedies but nervous how i mean the stakes are low <sighs> yeah <laughs> It's not. <laughs> it's not going to be happen. Manchester by the Sea. That's for sure. Right. No. I mean, I do like. I like Happy Gilmore. I like Jim Carrey, and you know, that's about it. And and those I like them in between. I like yeah. them spread out. She's already found like the ones crashers. that work. Everyone else can fuck off. Yeah. It's time for Reed, fellas. R e a d. I read a man called Ove. Oh, did you know? Yeah. Yeah. A while back. Morgan read this and she Did said she enjoyed how, it. I wonder how our reviews differ. Do you remember what I felt? Here's what I th- remember about what you saying. You said that you thought it was um, a nice, heartwarming story. Correct. That intrigued you more in the beginning than it did at the end, maybe? Correct. Um, and that it got a little repetitive with his antics, that I got a little bored of it, of the, we get it. We get okay. who he is. So far, I'm following you. I agree. And there wasn't a ton of. I thought it was. I thought maybe there would be a little more there from what I had heard. <laughs> it was sweet. It was good. It yeah. it could have been less. They didn't have to beat me over the head with it. And also, I don't buy the. I don't buy into him really trying to kill himself. On that part, right? It's so like he the setup succeeded. of the, the story yeah. is that is, here's an old curmudgeon, which he's only fifty nine. I know, like, but his wife died. That's the big. His thing. wife died like six months ago, and now he's just sort of planning on killing himself. But it's done in a comical way, where it's like he's gonna like uh, hang himself, but the rope snaps, mm-hmm. and then he's mm-hmm. going. He's gonna turn the car on in the garage, but then someone's like knocks on his on the garage door, like, "Hey, I need your help with something." So he's always getting interrupted, killing himself. And it's like, uh. So that's sort of like the the <laughs> hook of the book, <laughs> but uh, okay. But it's it's him in this neighborhood, and he's like really just like a curmudgeon-y kind of guy. And it goes into his history of why he's kind of that way, which doesn't really make that much sense because his dad sounds like a real sweet guy, mm-hmm. and he's not a sweet person. Correct. He's really mean to people. Because well, he, he lost was taken, both of his parents. Because he's taken it, and he got taken advantage of, yeah. and they, his house got burned down, and an insurance guy fucked him he's over. He's a sad man who's tried hard and just, you know, is kind of done. He's but he's up. he's very sincere, and he's very old school, yep. and he likes very the car he drives. He only drives a Saab. He won't drive anything else. Um, and he thinks it tell, it says a lot about one's character, what kind of car they drive, kind of guy, yeah. you know. Hmm. But so I again, I have exactly the same experience as you, Good. as far as like I. Started reading it thinking it was like intriguing, and then I started to like it less and less as the book. Yeah, I'm like, is this it? That's all you got for me? Because, but it gets to the point of like so out of reality. I agree that I'm like, I just because it gets trying to force the heartwarming. Yep, where I'm like, this is not doing it for me at all. I completely agree, and I think because it got so much fucking 
love. Yeah, supposed to love this. That book. I, it actually, it was mind-boggling to me. Like I've read, I've read other books mm-hmm. that have touched me much more than this. It was a sweet story. It just wasn't. I wouldn't have raised it any higher or lower, you know, upon just a mediocre, sweet story. Well, here's the, so I'm going to get into some examples here where okay. I felt like it got too, like, I don't believe this at all. I just don't believe it. I'm yeah. not buying it. Um, they, they go back in time to a, a scene where he's in uh, Spain with his wife and he drives by a guy that they like renting the, an apartment from or something. Or I can't remember their relationship, but something like that. And this car's broke down on the side of the road, so he pulls over, and the guy's yelling at him like, "Hot uh, hospital, take me to the hospital!" But he's so used to everyone speaking Spanish and not understanding what anyone says that in the book it says he thinks that hospital must mean the name of the car that he's driving. <laughs> like it gets to like the this. point yeah. of like him thinking like. There's no way yeah. someone's yelling at you like, help, help. And they're, <laughs> right. like, he's like, he's yelling in Spanish, you know, help, 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 help. And he realizes that Ove doesn't speak Spanish. So then he says like, hospital. Right. Ho- and Ove is like, what? He, he says like, I guess hospital must mean what he calls this kind of car. Uh-huh. And this, so I say, sob, like pointing at myself because right. I drive a sob. And I'm like, dude, like you're retarded. Yeah. Like, yeah. Are you fucking, yeah. like it, it veers on like, him supposed to be like this humorously ignorant guy mm-hmm. of just like stuck in his ways. But then when it does stuff like this, I'm like, this is just straight retardation. Yeah. He's aware. Mm-hmm. There's no way you don't know that this guy needs help. Like just by, you right. might, it might be written down in the book, but if you were in that situation, you're looking at a man's face who is clearly <laughs> right. in distress, yeah. yelling hospital yeah. at you. You would know. You would know <laughs> yeah. what to do. But then right you after that, say sob. So then like, so like the funny quirky quirkiness of that yeah. scene is he fixes the guy's car for him because he sees, I noticed there's smoke coming out of the car, whatever. And his wife's in the car, the guy's wife. Mm-hmm. So he just pops the hood of the car and he fixes the car for him because he's like a whiz with cars. And the guy drives off. And then for the rest of their trip, that guy's giving him free meals at the apartment and stuff. <laughs> And he's like, he's like, I don't know why. And he's like completely oblivious that he helped that guy out of like a, a huge yeah. jam. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. it's just, it's so fucking dumb. I know. That he wouldn't understand <laughs> yeah. the situation no, that just happened. He's not, yeah. and no part of his life would incline him to be naive about people's motivations or intentions or anything That's what I'm like saying. that. Like they, they, they set he's it up very, and he's a quiet man, but he's not retarded. No, he's very, um, in fact, I feel like he would specifically take note of like his contributions to society. And, and even in a previous scene where yeah. he rescues somebody out of a burning building. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he understands emergency <laughs> situation. It's just like, it doesn't make any sense, yeah. this scene in the book. Right. No, I agree. And then like other little things, like he, like his wife had to take a bunch of medication. So there's a bunch of medication left over in the, in the medicine cabinet. Mm-hmm. And that's how he tries to kill himself one day. He's like, oh, I'm just going to take a bunch of these pills. But he doesn't, he's always been confused, like looking at the pill, like, he just doesn't get mechanically like how something so small can affect somebody. He thinks it's all in people's head. Mm-hmm. Like, is this real? Like, yeah. you really <laughs> think that medication doesn't do anything? Like, right. you're not that dumb, dude. No. 
Like, it's just so stupid that you would think it's too mm. small to affect a human. It's like, fuck off, dude. Fuck off yeah. with your dumb shit. <laughs> and then once he, so he's like giving driving lessons to like one yep. of his neighbors and the, she stalls the car out at, at a fucking light. Mm hmm. And the guy behind them starts railing on his horn and he's like tatted up. He says like tattoos all on all, all on the neck and yeah. face and shit. Scary guy. <laughs> and he gets out of the car and he grabs him by the collar and mm -hmm. says like, you better stop railing, railing on that horn. And the guy is like legitimately scared of Ove. And I'm like, there's no fucking way that somebody fucking grabs you. Like, I can understand, like, somebody yelling at you, be like, sorry, my bad, dude. Like, yeah. you're obviously having a bad day. I was just honking the horn because mm -hmm. you were stopped at the at the light. Right. But the fact that he Don't assaults touch me, this guy. Yeah. He assaults him. Yeah. yeah. And then it's supposed to be, like, a triumphant moment. Sure. Like, yeah, don't fuck with Ove. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just like, no, no. Yeah. He's insane. Yeah. You can't do that. He's Russell yeah. Crowe right now. You can't fucking yeah. grab him. <laughs> And just like the fact that they overly paint this guy as supposed to be like the scariest looking guy ever. And Ove just like dresses right. him down. I, it's just like fucking like, this is so fucking no, easily I, written to be like perfectly I, in his. That's how I felt. I, it was like, it's like I kept wait. There was no. How about that guy beats the shit out of Ove? Like yeah. there's never <laughs> yeah. a scene where Ove no. ever loses. And it's just well, like, it that's, gets old. That's the thing is like, it's like, it's this, um. I'm so glad you feel this way. I uh, it's like this thing where you know he's supposed to be unlikable, kind of, but really it's like the most obvious likable, unlikableness. Dude, I mean the way that's it ends. So mm -hmm. annoying. he has like a heart condition, and it literally is because his heart, heart is, is too, too big. big. It's Get like what? fuck off. It's dude. like it's like is it the Grinch? It's the Grinch. Dude. It's just the Grinch. It no, is. except it's it's the, it's the Grinch. If the Grinch was nice accidentally the whole time, like his heart's yeah, always yeah. been too big, you know. Yeah. Oh my god, I just hate even like his. I'm just saying with his the wife. premise is we have a curmudgeon hermit who sure, ends yeah, up yeah. having a heart that's three sizes too big. Yeah, by right. The end. It's just like it's the same fucking story. It's just, but I, it's written in such a way that it's so in his favor. Yeah. That it's like to mm -hmm. the point where he goes to a coffee shop and he's like, and you know, it's a hipster joint or whatever. And he orders, he's like, I just want black coffee. And the barista is so dumbfounded. Mm -hmm. What is that? Yeah. I don't know how to make <laughs> black coffee. Like he's so confused yeah. at the order. Like what? It's not going to be mm -hmm. a fucking triple latte mochaccino. I don't know how to make straight black. It's like, get the fuck out of here. It's a normal fucking order. Yeah. He would know how to make it. He's not confused. Fuck off. Yeah. He's not like, oh, so he's so over, so cool and old no. school with his. No. Shut up he's with it. He's just. <laughs> the more I talk about the more I hate this book. He just doesn't. <laughs> well, and that's what I kept. It's like, why do his neighbors keep. Like, leave him alone, dude. Who gives a fuck about this guy? I don't give a fuck. Like. Yeah. It starts. Cause, so the first third of the book, I will say, is good. But then it does get like, seriously. 80% into the book, it gets into the like realm of like, I can't believe it's going there. I know. Territory I know. I know. Of I like, know. I they introduce I a gay character I out of the blue. I felt the same way. Yeah. A gay character like who ends up at, with the, at the climax with, yeah. the, with all the group, the <laughs> totally unbelievable climax where everybody gets a last hurrah. It's so stupid. <laughs> uh -huh. But this guy is a part of it that gets introduced so close to the end of the book yeah. who's gay. And of course they have, it's almost like it was, 
this book was written by a computer. Oh, I know. Who's like, let's throw in all of the <laughs> shit that, that gives you the fucking heart warm feels or whatever. Yeah. Where mm-hmm. Ove, as old school as he is, has the opinion of like, I don't care what a guy does with right. his dick or whatever. Oh, it's my. it's like, yeah. it's of okay. course he's not homophobic. He just hates everybody sort of a thing. And it's just. No, he, they literally put. I hate it too. Yeah, he like helps this kid. It's like what? He lets him like live in his house. I know. He does, it's doesn't so do for anybody else. Super what? fucking random. It, it it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't track at all. Especially since you know, like you just were given thirty five examples of him being a curmudgeon over and over yeah. and over. It's like goddamn. Um, but yeah. So there's the gay guy, but no, there's the animal, right? So he shows love for animals. He then there's the kid who needs the bike fixed. Then there's the gay kid, it, the the pregnant woman. It's all the people who and he's a saint to all of exactly. them. And then mm. he dies. Sorry, it's in the epilogue. And over two hundred people show up at his funeral. Even though he doesn't want anybody, yeah. he, I don't want a funeral. Right. It's like well, yeah. who are these two hundred people? There's fucking five people I didn't in the book go to the in the funeral. neighborhood. I was like, fuck this guy. I'm over it. I mean. The ending is seriously like a guy is trying to like take somebody like an evil person is trying to take his neighbor who has like Alzheimer's <laughs> to an old folks home because his wife can't take care of him. Yeah. But his wife is like pleading like I can take care of him. Let him live here. But this guy's trying to steal this man out of his house. Yep. And he's like that evil. Mm-hmm. And Ove is like not because, you know, it's written in a way not because he cares about them, but because it's more convenient to help out. But by the end, it's like him and, and the his other neighbors who learned to love Ove all get together and they fucking shut the guy down. Right. And, and guess how they do that? It's because <laughs> they get some journalists to hack. I know the inter- they, that's the so internet. That's so vague. She goes on the and internet. And gets dirt about this guy. Gets his private emails and internet yeah. search hits history. How the fuck do you do that? <laughs> I don't know. And they act like, right. and they're like, they show it to the guy, like, it's so, blackmail him into being like, no, you really want to go through with it? No, they're in the wrong, it? dude. It's insane. <laughs> yeah. Like, they are yeah. the evil ones. Yeah. Like, how'd you get that information? Sure. They're, they're 100% in the wrong. It's like, you can't just, I feel like the, the author doesn't know how the internet works. You can't go on the internet. <laughs> What what do you mean you got his private emails and his search history? What the fuck are you talking about? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how they win. Yeah. The guy backs down By because he doesn't want personal him. shit released. <laughs> right. It's He's like, so All right, I was just trying to help this old man who who needs care. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's obviously written in a way that he's not, mind. he, he really does. He's dirty and he, yeah. he just wants to force people. And of course it isn't that nuanced where it's like, no, he does. Right. There are people who do want to help. No, no. The, the part of the dirt is that, oh, he has a lot of he sketchy intentionally shit. waited to file the documents. And so a lot that, of people in the history you know, of his care have had serious right. issues. It's, it's like unbelievably. Let's write this guy evil yeah. so we can hate him, yeah. even though you guys are doing some real awful shit with your real fucking, questionable <laughs> fucking right, real ethically <laughs> wrong shit. Anyways, Jamal, you'd love the book because one of the characters doesn't have a driver's license. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, that's I sent that's that to you that cool. passage <laughs> at one time. Oh yeah, you did. <laughs> Who the fuck doesn't have a driver's license or whatever. <laughs> Anyways, this book, I'll give two stars for the first third of it. <laughs> yep, that's how I felt. I couldn't believe how much people liked this. I mean, it, it's not exceptional. Nicholas Sparks' books are more heartwarming than this book. <laughs> it's not <laughs> difficult to write 
emotionally moving books. And I wasn't really that. Oh, do it then. <laughs> That's not what I mean. That's not what I mean. It's like it's like it's a formula. Can't right? wait they, to read your next book. It's 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 a. That's not what I meant. It's a it's a. However they do it, I don't know how, but people can churn and, and have read a lot of them, and they they hit whatever points they're supposed to. Right. I thought this book was going to be a little bit more elevated. Yeah. But it did it did just end up being another one of these. But almost a more cliche. boring version of those. Usually the stakes are much higher in those emotional if someone's got I don't know, some sort of ailment or <laughs> I don't know. Not on my recommends list. Sorry for all mm. those who just love this book. And that'll do it for Reed, fellas. I want to say one more thing before we we peace out. Sure. Just I think it's important. I was hanging out with Gage. Uh, the first night I was there out in Palmer for dinner, he's like, Hey, we got leftover chili. I don't know if you like spicy food. I'm like, I love spicy food. And he says, okay, just warn you. It's spicy chili. This shit. I mean, it's black pepper. <laughs> it's black <laughs> pepper. I could not believe it. I was like, this is not spicy at all. Um, I just want to throw that out there that there's, there's another one Damn. that exists. There it is. Black pepper being black pepper a bitches. spice. I yeah. mean, it's. I mean, but it's, everyone in his family felt the same way. His wife was like, "Ooh, you had some of that chili." Oh my! Oh my! What do you think? What? Do you, ooh, if you want to breathe fire, things like that, you know. And I'm like, "Yo, yo, come on, <laughs> this is." I mean, it's not even cayenne pepper. So you didn't thing. even feel it? No, yeah. I mean it's black pepper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I kept like eating. I was like, maybe it's gonna like maybe it's gonna be like a creeping a build. Yeah. I finished two bowls, and I was like, <laughs> "So it's good, chili." Whoa. <laughs> oh, it was good. It was very delicious. It just wasn't spicy. That's fucking funny. Thanks for sharing that. <laughs> of course. Sorry to right. derail the ending momentum. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Yeah. Quit talking. Put butter on that shit. Bye. Stay hydrated.